We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome. It's 9.06. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. Joining us right now, Agricultural Commissioner of our fine Sunshine State, Wilton Simpson. Uh, good morning, Commish. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Bob. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Florida where I'm at. Well, it's beautiful here too. And you know, but last night, I got to tell you, it was tough to watch the State of the Union address. Many things uh, caught my eye and my ear, but uh, the president, who has not been very pro oil, talking about well hey, they need to explore more, meaning the oil companies, uh, uh, because we're going to need oil for, for 10 years. What are your thoughts on that? You know, th- think about the economic ignorance that that displayed last night for the entire world to see when you say, well, we'll need oil at least for 10 years. And our oil, they should take these profits and pile it back into, you know, designing, buying, and making more, manufacturing more oil. They'd love to do that. The problem is you have a president that's anti-energy in this um, country. And, and not only that, the billions of dollars that they would have to invest for new rigs, and by the way, they are. Production is up in the United States. Um, the, the are 20, 30, 40-year depreciable items. So if the president actually wanted to do what he said last night, the next 10 years, make everything associated with that industry depreciable over 10 years or over five years. You would spark a lot of interest in, in those um, techniques. So he doesn't look at it like it's this national security issue. And he pivoted into the inflation issue and said, oh, inflation's coming down six months in a row. And it's kind of like you've got a patient that's on critical support, but now it's still on critical support, but a little better positioning. And that's okay. You know, 6% on, 6% inflation. Is still horrific. It is it is stripping our senior citizens, fixed income, and um, our lower economic um, workers um, of their buying power. It, it's stripping us all. But clearly, those groups are more affected. And the president to talk about oil and the energy market, and then to um, to despise them, despise business in general, is just a joke and it's an embarrassment for our country to to be in that position. Yeah, one of the other things was the fact that the president never mentioned the word balloon. And we all know, we're all watching and paying attention to the news, this Chinese spy craft that went all the way across our nation. Whether it got, um, you know, a lot of information or not, maybe we'll never know. But we do know that uh, there is such a thing as asymmetrical warfare, biological, chemical. And that's where you come in because agriculture is a national security issue we've had pig flus bird flus we've seen industries turned upside down um so the threat that maybe even the chinese are looking at our agriculture industry i mean all these threats should be taken seriously am i right not only are you right you know we are trained at a very young age to look at our oil industry and industry 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 as a national security issue we're not we don't always think of food as a national security issue until we think about it some 
think about the ideal of having no food in the grocery stores for seven days, and that will tell you how close to a national security issue it is. And it is a national security issue. And this balloon that comes over our country, we saw it at Alaska. We allowed it to go all the way across the country. And we had no idea what it was doing, and we should have shot it down in Alaska, right? There, there's no excuse for this. And the idea that the president of the United States, this shows you how indecisive he is on making decisions. Um, we have divers diving to get parts of this balloon. They waited till after it got off the coast. We could have shot this thing down over um, the Midwest. We could have shot it down over the, the you know western area where it was flat. And you could have gotten all the components. But, yeah, we have no idea what they're doing. And you have a president that is indecisive in making decisions. And um, and so he shoots it down after it had went all the way across the entire country. And, um, you know, it's, it's nuts. Well, not only is he indecisive, but we know that his son Hunter had huge business dealings in, in Beijing. So, I mean, that would lead you to believe that, well, you know, maybe he had to take some action to save face with the American people. But he waited until its mission was accomplished, shall we say. Yeah, there's no question. When when the, the history books are written, and you know, and obviously you've seen the, the national media attempt to bury the Hunter Biden stories, um, it, that's the state of our politics today. Um, the national media is all in. You know, the liberal media is is, is in with um, with this family. And um, the reality is is that look at the contrast of how they did President Trump and President Trump's children, by the way. And um, and Hunter Biden's clearly got the laptop and and the relationships um, with our foreign enemies, and um, we, we're we're not able to get to the bottom of that. It must be too sophisticated for our um, law enforcement to get to the bottom of it. The FBI and the CIA's and so on, but they certainly love to investigate President Trump and his children. And it's just it's just, that's another embarrassment to the rest of the world. No, that they're they're talking about that in Congress right now. The weaponization of some of these entities like the Department of Justice. Hey, let's shift gears to expanding the wildlife corridor in Florida. Why is that important? You know, this is a really big subject. Um, I spoke in the committee um, earlier this week on the Ag Committee for the Senate. The wildlife corridor takes in so many different things. So the wildlife corridor, if you say, well, what is what, what defines it? If you look at a map of the state of Florida at nighttime and you see all the bright lights, you know, the big cities, you'll see it. Everything that's dark on that map is basically the wildlife corridor. What goes on there are wildlife moves, obviously, from you know, the, the Keys to Pensacola. That's a big deal. But that's where all of our water recharge area is. And that's, most, that's where all of our agriculture is, or the vast majority of it. And so when we think about the wildlife corridor, it couples in very good with what we call our Rural and Family Lands Act that was passed um, about 20 years ago. And what we do with that is we go in and we buy development rights from farmers, and of course that's in perpetuity, that saves that wildlife corridor, that saves our farming lands. It sets us up to be very successful over the next, you know, 100 years. And so that's the way we're looking at that, and it's something that's very important, not only the Senate President this year, the House Speaker, something we did a few years ago. I I applied um, $800 million towards that the last two years in our state budget as Senate President. And um, it's something we're very proud of. And, and what, what you see in the state of Florida is we're thinking long-term about our environment. We're thinking long-term about our water recharge, about our aquifer, and about our wildlife that goes throughout the state. Yeah, and it's critically important. And let's end on a high note. Uh, the state fair's kicking off, uh, what, tomorrow, I think? 
Yeah, it absolutely is. I've got to be there at 6.30 in the morning to turn the lights on. And um, we're taking the family. We have the governor's luncheon there tomorrow. But, look, we have a lot of entertainment. It's in, it's in the um, Tampa area. For um, Everybody should look it up. There will be 6,000 different animals there, plants, kids' projects, a lot of agriculture there, a lot of rides there, a lot of entertainment. And what I go for a lot is um, the fair food, and it will all be there starting tomorrow. And don't miss and don't miss the racing pigs either. Well, the racing pigs will be there too, I believe. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson, we appreciate your time, sir. Uh, keep up the good work. Keep us informed, and uh, and travel safely to Tampa tomorrow. Thanks, sir. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.